first episode of Inventing We Trust. Um, pretty much a podcast about us complaining and listening and venting about all the troubles. Um, all the shit. Us. Yeah, all the shit. Headaches that we all experience, you know, as being as teachers and all that stuff, all that good stuff. So, <sighs> this is Alex. And this is Karen. And, um, our first episode, why we got into teaching, is like a little intro episode so that you can get to know us. And um, yeah, let's do it. Just our first episode explaining why we got into teaching. I know like a lot of people, they'll say like, oh, you know, I respect teachers and you guys have a hard job. And yeah, we do. We have a very hard job. I want to come home crying every day, honestly, but um, there's a lot of meaningful things that happen throughout the day, and as tough as it gets, you just have to remember the kids and, you know, the reason why you got into it, and I think the reason that I got into it is just that, you know, you're you're able to be the, especially for my grade, you're able to be that kid's first teacher. You're really teaching them the foundation of of learning of everything the basics of everything so i think that's pretty meaningful to me but i didn't always want to be a teacher i think when i was younger i wanted to be and this is kind of silly but an archaeologist oh yeah how I, come you're gonna laugh oh well. it, <laughs> i wanted to be an archaeologist because of um tomb raider <laughs> oh, you know who i was thinking of uh the girl from the mummy evie uh, or yeah, Evelyn Weiss. The what's her name? Rachel Weiss. Yeah, no. but her character Evelyn. That's why. Oh yeah, I like those movies, but no, it was it was. I mean, I never, I never even like played Tomb Raider like to its full extent. But there was like a demo that me and my brother would play like all the time, and I don't know, just like finding the idea of like finding and digging things and like like finding a bone or like a dinosaur bone or something. And look at you now. And look at my now, yeah, <laughs> picking up uh dirty tissues, digging for the. Uh, I don't know. Bringing home caterpillars. Bringing home caterpillars <laughs> and yeah, all that kind of good stuff. But yeah, that was my that was my dream to become an archaeologist. But then I think like as I got older, I realized there's a lot behind that, like money and traveling and being away. And I feel like it's kind of like a lonely mm-hmm. profession, I think, right? Because yeah. you're just always on the move. So I don't know, like when it came time to pick a major in school it was like all right it's you, i got this letter in the mail after 60 credits and then say they're like saying like you need to pick something so it kind of was like oh teaching sure but it's weird because i feel like maybe i was always meant to be a teacher maybe i always had it like in the back of my mind that i wanted to be a teacher because i think like when i was in my master's program i found a notebook from the third grade and I had written in that notebook that I wanted to be a teacher. So like, look at that. I know. So I don't know that. That's you don't remember strange. writing that. In third I don't grade. remember writing that at all. But I always had that memory of like wanting to be an archaeologist. The adventure was like appealing to me. How about you? It is at the same time appealing, but at the same time, I know how much like you care about family. That yeah, I know you'd probably be like hating the lonely days. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it wouldn't be the same. Yeah. I think, like, the, I mean, finding the treasure and all that stuff, like, that's, 
that's the the big high of it but I know I always want like the family and the my I was like I always I always think like oh you know you, I'd be away from my own family for so long yeah and I can't imagine doing that but yeah how about you I, I, on the other hand, believe that I always wanted to be a teacher, but I never stated it. So, like, for example, I was trying to remember back that I would line up my Barbies. I would create, like, a roster, and they all had names. And, of course, like, I only had Barbies, but, like, some of them were, like, boy names, too, because I'm, like, going through the list, and I am checking off. I don't know why I thought they were checking off instead of filling in the bubbles, but I would check off. And then I think I would teach, like, the most basic thing, like, letter A. I'm, like, in fifth grade, this is the letter B. <laughs> but at the same time, I feel like maybe that is why I'm in early childhood. Because it's, like, I like, like you said, it's the foundation. And it's, like, yeah, you're going to be the first teachers. You're going to be the kids, the person that uh, molds them into, like, loving school, what school is going to be like. And so, I mean, yeah, it's basic, you know, like, letters and letter sounds not addition but like combining and you know all these things that they're simple Mm -hmm. I guess most adults would think they're simple but it's like for a little kid it's not simple it's a lot for a little kid to memorize all these things but think about it like if if they didn't know if they didn't have a teacher like we are you know teaching them those basics they would never be the person that they are today like they would never know how to read or yeah. how to do math and stuff like that so we're even though it seems very basic like it's very important yeah it's, i feel it's the most important yeah. and so it's like i want to be that person in that kid's life you know i have my little barbies i have my nine human barbies <laughs> in class and um, we'll get to the number nine in our second episode, in our third episode. Um, But yeah, so then my mom says that I never told her I wanted to be a teacher, but the things that I, like the way I would play at home with my dolls and I did have an easel and I would always go crazy to buy chalk. Remember chalkboards? Yeah. Yeah, like I would have a few of those at home and I would always say I wanted to be a vet. I feel like every kid goes to that vet phase. Yeah, and then I got out of it really fast when I found out that you have to put animals to sleep. Oh euthanize them and I was like yeah I can't do that so I said okay so I guess I'll be a teacher and I always knew that you wanted to be a teacher for little kids right yeah because I can't I I mean I didn't even have a bad high school experience but I'm like no I I don't want to deal with myself you know right that's what I'm that's what I was always thinking like well first of all I I would think like I never want to teach anything past second grade because I don't want to do anything with the, the the standardized test, yeah, nothing to do with that because there's so much pressure on the kids, so much pressure on the on the teachers. Forget that, and then I can't even imagine like teaching middle school or high school with like the hormones changing, yeah. and especially middle school. Sh- That's crazy. Yeah, and the attitudes and like kudos like- to all those teachers because <laughs> I don't know how you do it. I'd rather, to be honest with you, I'd rather clean poop. I'd rather wipe a kid. You know, of course, having my para being there, you know, standing and watching. I'd rather do that than deal with middle schoolers, middle-aged schoolers. I can't. Yeah. Just thinking about, like, somebody... Answering back at you. That's the worst. Back, Oof. Having it... If, if I found somebody that had an attitude the way I have an attitude and, like, confronted me, I, I, don't, even, <laughs> I don't even know how I, would, how I would handle it, but... You'd be yeah. like that Ar- Arthur meme with, yeah. like, the fist. That'd I be have, you. Like, so many 
fights in my head. <laughs> but um, yeah, props to you guys because I don't even know how. And I do feel, and I mean, I'm hoping later on in this podcast we'd get, you know, those um, points of views. But I do feel like middle school and high school, even late elementary, does teach to the test. Like you said, standardized testing. Mm-hmm. And so that's all you teach to. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't. Even in, like, kindergarten, when they try to do test prep, yeah, I do have test prep, and it's like, no. And I tell them, okay, let's bubble in the answer. You know, they circle it, I don't care. They bubble it in, I don't right. care. They give a check, I don't care. They bubble, the, they circle the word, I don't care. Like, because this is insane. This is not age appropriate for you guys. They're too little. I, they forget that, the like, First grade and kindergarten, they're still little kids. They they've been they're... on they've been on the planet for five six years on yeah. the planet. The yeah, planet. it's it's crazy to me that like you think about like they just turned their birthday was whatever and they just turned five years old, six years old. Like they're still babies in a sense, right? Like yeah, I still I, catch myself being like, hey, you can zip it up. You're five years old. You're yeah. a five-year-old. Act yeah. like a five-year-old. Right. And of course, in my Get a head, job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and in my head, I'm like, ah, I probably shouldn't be saying that, but it just comes out. But um, Because we're we're kind of, you know, taught to be like, make them in the, independent. Make them grow up kind of in a way. Yeah. Right? They need to they need to zip up their, their jackets. They need to tie their shoelaces. They need to, you know, wipe themselves in the bathroom. All Like, knowing all that and being an expert at, at five years old. But you know what's the funny thing? We don't get a period to actually teach no, how right. to zip up. No, I, if, if my principal was like, here, today's, you know, this weekly plan is all about, you know, getting dressed. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I'd go crazy with that. I'd be like, yeah, this is how we button up pants. Yeah. That we zip up. This is how we tie shoelaces. But no, we don't get that. We, like still. you said, they also have to know how to add, how mm-hmm. to subtract, how to, you know, um, all these academic things that, like, we can wait a little bit. You know, right. they need the life skills. So I do feel like at the same time, even though, like, it'll slip out of me where I'm like, can you please act like a five-year-old? Act like a six-year-old? Meaning I want them to behave. Like mature, right? Yeah. Mature. But it's like at the same time, I'm like, the kids that I get in my class, like, I feel, I start off the year by saying, like, I really want to give you a great experience. Like, I'm going to shelter you from everything mm-hmm. that they expect from you that is not fair. So, like, this is why I got into teaching, and it's like, if I can make 20 little people feel good about being in school, I think I did, I had a great year. Like, yeah. I don't care anything else about, like, um, you know, what my principal AP thought. I don't care about, like, what parents thought. Like, if you yourself in my classroom mm-hmm. have that smile and want me to read to you and want to talk to me and all that, I think I've done it. Right. Like, been a good year i think when they when they take whatever they've learned and they apply it by themselves and then they get excited about it i think that's that's the biggest the best feeling right like i could be walking down the hallway i remember like last year you know you're walking down the hallway and the kids are like this says the word the and this is the word and you know like at the beginning of the year they didn't even know the letter a from the number one so like you know for them to actually notice you know to read the word and then see it out in the you know environment like it makes me happy, but it, it, they they know that they're they're achieving something. They're they're growing. Yeah. So it's it's a good feeling all around. Yeah. Like know. the other day, I had a kid in my uh, small group reading session, and he 
read the sentence and then he finishes and he says, I don't even know how I knew that. And I said, your brain knows it. Now you're just, you know, expressing it to me. You do know it because you're very smart. It's like, I don't know what he thought. I don't know. He like shocked himself. He shocked himself. And that shock is like growth. Yeah. Oh, wow. I can do this. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I live for. In kindergarten and pre-K, I've experienced first grade. I've never experienced second grade. Second grade is fun because they're a little bit older, but they're also, like we're saying, you know, they're mature. They they know a little bit more about the world, and you kind of, like, can joke with them a little bit. It's not as literal as as other things would be for, like, kindergarten and first grade. Um, but I think, like, i never done pre-K. But I think with pre-K, it would be nice that and it should kind of carry over from kindergarten because there is that disconnect, right? From pre-K, you're playing a lot. You're, it's more social. Yeah. And then when you get into kindergarten, I've always had this issue of, like, those kids coming from pre-K to kindergarten, and they're, like, they're, they, there's no stamina. They're always wondering, like, oh, when's it nap time? Yeah, it's like, a shock. When? Are we going to the park? Are we going outside? Like, sorry. Like, we don't have that anymore here. Like, there's no time. Like, you were a kid last year. Now you're now you're not. Like, you... <laughs> You're a little adult. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's sad because like they they lose out on that imagination, that like innocence. Yeah. I wish there's time where I could just be like, all right, let's just, we're just gonna play right now for a few minutes and just having them like, work together and, just, and maybe build on Lego. Nothing, nothing with academics at all. Just having them like be free and use their imagination because in a sense, it does carry over to like. The, the critical skills and like the, the thinking skills and like thinking outside of the box and all that stuff so the language development which yeah. I think is a big one mm-hmm. yeah like even having sensors in kindergarten I am always not so crazy about math sensors and reading sensors yes they are important but I'm always like trying to push them into like go into the kitchen yeah. go to dramatic play you want to do puzzles let's do puzzles mm-hmm. like build with the Legos like and yeah I guess the Legos could be math but you know what I'm talking about like there's our administration would rather probably see us like here solve these addition problems yeah. and it's like no i we did that all day today yeah. let's do something else let them just pretend role play like i'd rather that they still need it in kindergarten yeah a little break even with the role playing like i've had classes where they're role playing as them being the teacher <laughs> and then like they're teaching the other kids like yeah. for foundations they'll take the cars and they'll like they'll have, like, a little group sitting around them, and they'll do, like, the remote, like, never yeah. the remote, um, the drill, letter, the yeah. drill, yeah, and it's really cute, but, like, they're, they're, that's on their free will, and it's them just kind of using their imagination and all that stuff, which is, which is so nice to see. And it's also, like, wow, that's what I sound like, that's what yeah. I look like, that's what they see. It's, like, a little flattering. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen some of them, you know, they're doing that whole drill, and then they'll be like, stop talking or sit down. I'm like, oh, I, gotta, I better watch what I say here. Um, but, yeah, it's cute to kind of just see them. Just being them, yeah. I used to love, like, at the end of the year, taking them to the park. You know, those days are just, like, you yeah. know, they're winding down and, like, you're cleaning every classroom. And then, like, maybe you get, like, a field day. And just seeing them run around, like, playing with each other. Even, like, playing with kids from other classes and just, like I love seeing that just them being kids it's it's just like you just see them in a different light you know what it is too I feel like this is what we get for being public school teachers because I know not all teachers are like this I know not all schools are like this you know so it's hard 
But nonetheless, like, I'm still glad that I got into this profession, you know. Yeah. Every year, you, you learn a little bit, something. You learn something different. You change how you were the year, the year before, right? You have a different approach or whatever. But they, it might get hard. Like, year by year, I've, I've seen, even though I haven't been teaching for that long, there has been a lot of changes in the system, which can make you feel like, oh, what am I doing? Like, can I can I last another ten years in this profession? But you know, it really makes you question everything. But then when you sit down and think about it, it's like, okay, I'm doing it for the kids. Like those are the that's the most that you know that's the biggest thing that's important to me, the yeah. kids, right? Yeah. And going back to like those little things of like. They're, them feeling proud about themselves and we're feeling proud about them and taking whatever they've learned from us and applying it, you know, it's, and seeing that growth. It, it, that's what makes me continue being a teacher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also like the siblings, knowing that there's a little one after them. Oh my, I love, I love. And you're love like, okay, I can't that. wait to get, to get you in my yeah. classroom. Or like they know, they want to be. The, exactly. The, the parents, parents want yeah. me. They're like, oh, so you're going to have so-and-so next year? Aren't you excited? And you see them every single day because, you know, they're not going to school yet. So they they get they drop off their brother or sister or whatever, and they you get to see them. And they get so excited. You, you have, you're already building that connection with them, yeah. and you have that connection with the family. Yeah. So there's that comfort, and you know it's going to work. So I, I love that, too. I love yeah. That. So now we want to talk about why we started this podcast. And, um, you know... We probably some people might say we haven't been teaching that long. I feel like five years is a good amount to be able to talk about your experience. And I know you've done more than five years. And so, you know, really, I got this idea when we would ride out to Long Island to go shopping. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, your brother has heard me vent. My mom has heard me vent. I try to get my BFFs to vent with me, but obviously they're not in the field. So they don't really understand and then I realized driving with you to Long Island we were venting oh yeah we were you were driving us to Long Island and we're like venting and venting and venting (laughs) and yeah then it felt so good and then like we were great like in great spirits to go shopping but then I was like there has to be other people out there there has to be other educators out there that are and I don't want to say miserable but it's like they need to vent yeah, I think at a time like this right now, like there's just so much going on in education where I feel like we're all getting so burnt out because of all the changes. I feel like with the in-person, the remote and hybrid and all that, it's just so overwhelming. So I think there's a lot of people that are going to have some some things to say. Yeah. Getting off their <laughs> chest a little bit. And we're not here to help. Sorry. <laughs> we are a venting session. We are just like give it to me, like, lay it on us, like, all the bad, give us all the bad, we're here to, to be that ear for you, you know, because we understand, we totally get it, we live it with you, yeah, we're not your mom who just, like, oh, just, that's okay, tomorrow will be another day, no, we understand, this is what you have to do, and, like, you know, send that kid to detention or like tell that parent so-and-so like we well, know you know, well, you know what five years into it and my mom has changed how i tell her something and she was like i get pendeja and like yeah that's how i feel like yeah thank you yeah. for finally understanding and of course i wouldn't she's 
my mom's not in the field, mm-hmm. but she sees me, like physically sees me when I'm venting, and it's like she doesn't like it just because she sees how much it drains out of oh, me. So draining, yeah. But now she's realizing that yeah, like we're venting because we have to. It's and like therapy, yeah, we've done therapy whatever but at the same time you need someone in the field you need someone that understands you not someone that can imagine imagine what it's like right and you're like oh it's okay no it'll like, be fine sometimes you know it's not gonna be okay it's and like, like no like, i'm gonna go get fucked over yeah. when i step into the building like no yeah yeah so this this podcast is for you guys and so i think we're gonna start off a few the few episodes like you and me karen just like venting and then we want to open up our website, make it go live, and we're going to have a section where we have topics that are coming up that we want to record, and we want your input. We want your comments. We want your stories. Give us your name. Give us whatever information you want to give us about yourself, and just tell us like, how you feel about it, like the topic of the week. I mean, I know the next episode is going to be something that just happened in New York City. Well, not even New York City. It was like the CDC deciding. No more six feet apart. Oh, yeah. Come closer. Let's do three feet and shove them all in. All right, but we'll save that for the second podcast. Um, But yeah, we want this to also be a venting space for you guys. And we're not judging. And the only reason why we're not offering help is because we're not experts. And sometimes we just want to vent. And we don't need anyone to tell us it's going to be okay. We need someone to be like, yeah, that shit has happened to me too. And I fucking hate it. We're here to listen. Listen, just yeah. Be listeners, yeah. I'm not trying to make a revolution. No. But it's just, you know, if you keep it all bottled inside, you're yeah. just gonna it's it's gonna eat you alive pretty much. Like it's gonna drain you physically, emotionally, and mentally. So if you don't have that person, even if it's like a mom or dad or whoever's gonna just be like, oh, it's okay. No, say it's to us. Like we'll listen to you. Yeah. We you have us. We have your back. Yeah, everybody, we have your back here. We sure do. <laughs> All right, so this is episode one of why we got into teaching, yeah. and next week we will do episode two. Episode two. two comes after one. I learned that. Hey, being, being an early child. I'm educator. a great kindergarten yeah. teacher. All right, we'll see you later. Stay tuned. Bye. Bye.